0: Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Lash Boss Radio. This is Shelby, your host, and today we're going to talk about why there are so many varying opinions in the lash industry. So I have been in this industry technically since 2011, full-time since 2013. There has been a lot of changes. There's been a lot of information that um, has changed in trainings especially, and I've also noticed how long it took for proper aftercare information to be more well-received among clients. Because if someone had received lashes before and their artist wasn't educated on new information, typically that client um, had a hard time because they built a relationship with this person. They trust this person. Who are you and why are you saying that? Um, Yeah, I found that difficult, and I felt like it took a few years. And now clients are very aware that cleaning their lashes is ideal. Chain lash salons, um, not naming names, uh, didn't used to talk about cleanser until the last, like, several years. And now it's just widely known that we should be cleaning our lashes. It's widely known that you don't have to wait 24 hours to get the lashes wet. I see that less and less, um, even in, like, lash artists asking this. And why is that? And why are there some people that are still, like, why are there so many, like, conflicting opinions? Um, I think it's a couple reasons. One is because when you take a training with somebody, you typically are taking it with somebody that you admire are inspired by or trust. And so when you're sitting in that classroom setting, you almost throw out everything that you know and, like, are just so hanging on their every word And then you go to another training and they say something else. And then you're like, which one? Like, that makes sense. Okay, we'll do this over here. Until you start being confident in yourself and your own experiences and your own experiments that you start to realize your own data that you've collected and what you believe. I had such a hard time for the first couple years of this podcast, actually, speaking my opinion or my thoughts about something. If you go back and listen, I, I don't know. I don't go back and listen. I find it very cringy. But I felt like I couldn't ever say what I thought. And um, if I disagreed with somebody, I took more of the approach of just like giving them like their time to say what they think. And then I wouldn't – or I, I either wouldn't share what I thought – Or I would share what I thought and then I would edit over it and just cut my spiel out because I was like, I don't want, like, what if people, like, disagree with me? Who cares about that? Like, I think we should be looking at our own experience with our clients and our own data and taking into account information that's based on science. So I think that there are a lot of um, controversial posts that get a lot of views. And um, sometimes that information is not based on science. I remember there's a really popular video that was going around the lash industry about why you should be waiting um, to wash the lashes after a service like 24 hours. When scientifically, you can look under a microscope and look at, and this has been done You're actually looking at how cyanoacrylate is curing and you're realizing it's basically fully cured by like two minutes, maybe even less. And then if you put water on it after that, it's not damaging the bond. It's not affecting the bond and therefore it's not affecting retention. So poor retention was a lot of times blamed on artists and aftercare and things like that. Aside from like picking your lashes off, it's typically the artist that is doing something incorrectly. So going back to the controversial post, there was a post and I want to say that it was like two big blobs of adhesive and water being dropped on one of them. And then I I really liked how um, I remember Hillary Brand, who was the founder of my brand lashes who it's now owned by gretchen and her husband um they purchased the company from hillary which is awesome i love to see um that i remember hillary got on instagram live and like confidently shared hey let's think about this this isn't the amount of adhesive that we're using on to like bond a extension to a natural lash So let's actually look at the science behind this and kind of debunked that video that got so many views. But how many people saw that video and they're like, oh, my gosh, that's it. Like, I need to tell my clients like, yep, you, you still need to wait like 24 hours. So I'm not saying like whether you should believe this or that. It's just let's look at the actual data and the science and your own experiences and try it out. Um, I know that my friends over at Lashcast podcast talk about this so much and they and I, like we also disagree on certain things and I love that because we can bring each other other perspectives and it's out of love and it's out of like, we can agree to disagree too, um, but I support that versus, like, let's just listen to the trainers who are trained by this person, who are trained by this person, who are trained by this person. And it's just, like, funneling down of information that, like, we can ask questions and we can challenge things and we can also have our own opinions. I do believe, like, science kind of stands, though. Um If there is a study done or if there's actual data shown on something, I tend to gravitate towards that. And it typically matches the experience that the clients are having because I do remember, like, when oil was such a bad thing for lashes, I remember talking about this, like, with clients, like, don't use oil-based products and stuff until somebody was like, hey, actually, this doesn't affect retention and it's like, you're right because I've actually tried to take my lashes off with oil and nothing happened. So this is why I'm saying like the, the, the difference of opinions is um, sometimes a really good thing for advancing an industry and for making services better, for trying out different ways to do things. So challenge yourself to ask more questions. I will say also take classes more often. If you have a place that offers continuing education, that's awesome. Um, but if you're working somewhere where your trainer hasn't taken a course in a really long time or you're learning from people that you can tell they're no longer in a student mindset, they are, they just teach for a living, I think that we should maybe question everything that these people are saying because we need to be up to date with current data. And um, I did notice a lot of pushback from older lash artists um, when, like, new information would come onto the scene. Like, it's okay to say, hey, I was wrong about something. Actually, I've learned this. And a lot of people say, like, oh, what do we tell the clients, like, now that we know this? Just tell them you've learned new information or you've collected data or you've tried, you've been trying something out. That's literally how we introduced um, going from telling our clients to wash their lashes with baby shampoo to then selling them lash cleanser. Getting them to understand that just took some honesty and saying, like, hey, we've actually realized that this is not the best option for your lashes using something that's formulated for the eye area for lash extensions is much better. Um, So yeah, we were doing that like six years ago. And um, so being open and coachable is extremely important. And actually, it'll help your business a lot. So I think a lot of times the difference of opinions is coming from either somebody not being open to other information it's sometimes an ego thing um they don't want to admit when they're wrong they don't want to take more classes and if somebody's like not a lash artist anymore and they don't take classes they're great to take for like a certain technique or skill or something because i understand like changing your career path from servicing clients to education it does make sense But you also need to pair that with the mindset of like looking for um, just like expanding your horizons a little bit and like looking for um, new data as it becomes available and being open to that. I think those type of trainers are more valuable to the industry than the ones that are like very stuck in um, about themselves and, and stuff. But I don't typically train with people like that. I also the second part of it would be sometimes I think it's for views or um to stir the pot. The last drama I feel like has kind of um we've seen less and less of that this year, but I always see like maybe one big thing a year that happens like oh did you hear about this? did you hear about that? like I don't know. I don't think I don't I don't like that. So if you're doing something just to get views um maybe reconsider like sharing your work or like something helpful versus like something negative. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, Thank you so much for tuning in and I'll be back very soon with the next one.